Power 98.7 Podcast. And we are talking your personal finances, Personal Finance Tuesdays. Gerald Mwandiambira is in the studio with us. He's certified financial planner. And today we are talking money mistakes young people tend to make. Why are we being ageist today, uh, Gerald? <laughs> good afternoon, Apelele, and good afternoon to all the Power FM listeners. Hi no, there. we're not being ageist. It's all about youth month. So yeah. let's discuss some of the mistakes the youth make sure. around finances. So so do you find that a lot of the mistakes that we make when we are very young and excitable follow us well into our adult life and, and we just pick up some really bad habits that we can't shake? Definitely, indeed. Yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly what happens. Yeah. The mistakes we made 10, 15 years ago starts Still. coming home to roost. Sure. And it's important that we understand that if we do have a young audience out there, they learn from those who've walked the path. Mm. And some of us are a bit gray-haired now, and we have many regrets. And really, that's the discussion we're having this afternoon to say, look, have you made mistakes in the past? If you have, share them with the young ones who are listening. Yeah. And if you're still young, ask those questions now, because yeah. what we're doing is not for the first time. Yeah. We're not reinventing the wheel. Other people have walked our paths. Yeah. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. That is the number for you to also be a part of the conversation and share some of your experiences, some of your bad habits, your worst mistakes. Share them with us uh, so we can, you know, help one another uh, at, at some point. You can tweet at PowerFM987 and tweet at Miss Apilele. One mistake that comes to mind for me personally is that of clothing accounts. Um, when we're young and excitable, if someone is saying, uh, you can actually open a, a clothing account uh, more than one store offering this to you you want to take them all that is, is, is that a common one that is very common because yeah. many young people dress like where they are going and not where they are so many young people when they take up their first job want to look the past they want to look like them keezes dress in expensive clothes yeah. and it's quite common to find uh, a young intern wearing a similar outfit to a top earning executive <laughs> and essentially that's that's what's happening. Yeah, They're not buying these clothes for cash. They're buying them on store cards. Mm. And they say, look, I need to look the part. But is it really necessary to get yourself into debt in order to look the part? And that's mistake number one. Understandably, sometimes when you do take up your first job, you don't have the wardrobe. You, you know? don't. You've just been you a student. You want to look decent. But How? there are ways around it. Rather, <laughs> do it around with the family to, to get you a couple of outfits. It's not always necessary mm. to start a long long relationship with debt so that is a is a common one and i i think you know many of us can attest to this but the problem of just temptation you know because you don't have a sense of i don't know i don't know how to to best describe it so if someone is offering it to you you kind of feel like let me just take it yes but all all that glitters is not gold. And mm. you, you can't judge a book by the cover. Yeah. So at the end of the day, as you walk into your first job, remember what got you the job was not how you looked at your interview. It's how you carried yourself mm. and how you expressed yourself. Yeah. And carry that into your professional working life. Mm. Trust mm. me, this is an old guy talking to you. <laughs> if you start with store cards, your next thing will be credit cards. And then you just move on from one to, to the next yeah. to the next. And before you know it, you, you really are deep in debt up to your eyeballs. I yeah. mean, a similar debt which most people do take up is that first car. Yes. Because two months into your job, suddenly you find out you can actually take out car finance. Yeah. And what often happens is that you want everybody to see your luxury car. Mm. And the biggest problem here is that car buyers often accept balloon payments, yeah. which is a residual because you, you want... 
the, the expensive car, car but pay yeah. less yeah. but you don't realize a residual is the reverse of a deposit mm. so instead of putting a deposit up front you're saying I'm going to pay the deposit later. in five years mm. later mm. and if I don't pay that deposit guess what you're catching it takes the next week yes. and and also now there are these capped mileage contracts which essentially are lease agreements for 36 months yes tell me more about that those are higher Agreements. You are hiring okay. your car yeah. for 36 months. The ones that are branded everywhere. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> That's what they do now. Because <laughs> of the rand going down and cars mm. being more expensive, even a balloon payment now is beyond the reach of most people. Yeah. So the car companies need to sell cars. So now they just rent the car to you permanently mm. for 36 months. Mm. Similar to a cell phone contract, you never owned a car. Plus, on top of that, they tell you you can only drive a certain number of kilometers a month. Yeah. If you exceed those kilometers, they're going to charge you up to seven, eight rand a kilometer wow. over wow. after 36 months. Mm. And all this so that we want to drive a fancy car. It's your first car. Get an old banger, a score, score, learn. Yeah. You're going to hit pillars which just appear from nowhere. Instead of doing it with your luxury German sedan. Yeah. You know what I've found uh, as well when we have conversations with with friends around, you know, the car issue that you've raised, which is, is, is a really big one. Um, we often just don't understand what we're getting ourselves into. You know, the whole balloon payment residual thing. You get lost in the terminology and you get excited because you just want a car. I mean, you're working now. You just want a car. Uh, and you don't realize that you've signed a contract that says you're going to be paying for this car for 72 months. And then after after that, you still have to pay X amount of money, but you didn't understand what it was that you were getting yourself into. A common one? Definitely. Yeah. What I would re- recommend out there to young people is any purchase you make, which is more than 10% of your annual salary, go and find yourself a financial doctor, mm. certified financial planning professional. Sit down and number crunch. Yeah. Because if you don't number crunch, what often happens is that you've bought your luxury German car. You're enjoying it. Mm. Now you want to buy a house. That car affects your affordability. The number one reason most people are declined home loans is because they're carrying heavy car debt. And that you said, I'm going to buy this car over five years, yet it's the same value of the house you're now saying I want to buy over 20 years. It's a big problem because now you have the big car, no house syndrome, where you have the same young professionals buying fancy cars and parking them in front of their rented rooms or staying with parents for many years after because they simply can't get out. House before car. That's good advice out there. Whether you see a financial planner or not, remember that statement, that house before car. Because there's this thing called fund affordability under the National Credit Act. Yeah. And if you can't afford because you're carrying another debt, mm. unfortunately, you will be declined. Mm. It is not a conspiracy against black people owning houses. Mm. It's because you went and bought an expensive car. And don't think about a house until those 72 months are up. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. What do you have to share in terms of the lessons and the experiences uh, when it comes to your relationship with money? When you were younger, you know some of the common mistakes uh, that we have made. I've I've been very honest about some of mine. Maybe you can share some of yours as well, and and how that's followed you. Uh, you know, because I think that's important. You know, those mistakes that you made in your younger years, how they have now followed you. Maybe even till today. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. You can tweet at Parfum. 987 and tweet at Miss Apilela. I can pinfall. Hi. Hey, my sister and your guest. Let yeah, me say back. this to you. Mm. What frustrates me about these money discussions that are all over the shows is that uh, we never really go to the crux of the money problem, mm-hmm. whether who creates money, from what formula. And here you look at South African uh, Reserve Bank 
which is semi-private company, mm. issuing notes, which sometimes are issued in Switzerland at a cost with interest, the very same interest that is paid by labor, which is created out of a, a banking system which creates numbers. Mm. And we are told by inflation this, that you must economize this. But the people behind that, they are criminals who loot us every day for nothing, nothing. The queue who has a paper ends up with labor, ends up with oil, ends up with your house, which is repossessed, while he has paid nothing but a piece of paper that cannot be measured on anything. Mm-hmm. So maybe buttering trade is the talking. So now, uh, when are we going to go to the crux of the matter instead of talking about the victims that they must buy this, they must economize this, mm. close the account this, mm. because they are criminals. Yeah. The banking system in South Africa are criminals. Actually, everywhere else mm. inside a country like Korea, uh, North Korea and Iran, and probably Cuba. But most of these countries, you've got criminals running private reserve banks. You can look in South Africa, you've got a 10% shareholders owning reserve bank. Why must it be so? Why must a few people issue out our current? Mm. I ask you, Pelele, do you know where our money is made? It's no longer made in Midland. Mm. It's made somewhere else, and it comes issued with an interest. So we should be discussing those questions. Maybe I support the EFF when it says we must nationalize also, or use the government issue its own currencies, like uh, JFK did, like when it issued the greenback. That's what we should be discussing, not penalizing the victims and saying mm. victims must spend less, must tighten their belts and yeah. eat fish fillets instead of fish. <laughs> that is something else. I can be well. Always a pleasure speaking to you. Uh, Gerald, you, you'll respond to that. I don't know how you're going to respond to that. Okay, In just well, a second. Give me just a second. We have Mandla who's calling us from Sasha Nguve. Hi, Mandla. Yes, how's it? I'm good. How are you? Thanks, man, for taking my call, man. I've just found your program in the middle, but I'm so interested with what your guest is saying. I'm not, I'm so grateful. We need to have such people in our lives every second of our lives. Yeah. Because people, we are deep in death, I'm telling you. We mm. cannot do other things in life. We cannot do other jobs in the bedroom yeah, yeah. because we are deep Overcommitted. in death. Yes. So yes. I want to thank him for that. I'm also in debt, but I'm on my way to just get rid of this thing. Yeah. Did you make a, a bunch of bad decisions in your younger years, uh, Mandla? I cannot blame my, myself so much, mm. but somehow, mm. somehow I made a bunch of debt. Yeah. I've just finished. I have just finished paying up one loan company, and then I say I want to bend that company to debt because I'm just free from them and then I'm I'm just on my way to my mm. to my financial freedom. Yeah, yeah. Uh strength yeah, to you. People, we we are living to impress people, but yeah. we don't know that we are the ones who are going to pay the debt, not other people, not our friends, not our neighbors, yeah. but ourselves. Power to you, Mandla in Sochakuve. Joe in Midrad, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I think I'd like just to add something. I think I think the government must regulate the laws in terms of repossession of properties. Yeah. I have seen many families that will pay their bonds for 15 years, 10 years, or 12 years. Mm. Somewhere, somehow, they don't have money to pay because of loss of job or something. Mm. And the bank goes after them to possess the property. They find themselves homeless. 
How do you explain uh, Africans being homeless in Africa yeah. by the capitalists taking their properties? So I believe that the government might change to ensure that once you pay the property 10 years, after 10 years, they cannot repossess it. You have to make arrangements until you finish paying. I think that's, that's going to help a lot of people mm. that are losing properties in this country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Joe in uh, Midran, thank you so much for that. Uh, let's go now to Mike who's calling from Bramley. Hi, Mike. Yes, thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling. Yes, I'm saying that there's a positive side of debt that we mustn't forget. Yes. Uh, okay. So it's nice that people are taking more debt because then they create employment and we need employment. And, uh, you know, you can turn debt into asset, which is a positive thing. But what I want to say is that young professionals are taking car first because because myself, I remember when I came out of the, out of university as a young accountant, you know, I was going to seek client, but it was not a good image without a car. Mm-hmm. And every the type of car that I was driving was not a good image until I changed the car and I entered in the, into the real professional world and start making money after I present my image well, mm. you know. So, so, so you for your work and the type of work that you were doing, you had to, to, to get yourself into debt by way of getting a nice car. Yes, I had to get a nice car in order for Because of the be, image. Yes, because of the image. And that image did pay out. What kind of work, if you don't mind uh, my asking, what kind of work uh, do you do, Mike? Uh, I'm a tax consultant. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, got you. Thank you so much uh, for that call and raising, I think, uh, a point that I, I suppose we didn't really explore, Gen- Gerald. I think so. I mean, Mike has a point. There are certain professions where image is important. So in terms of the client-facing professions, the accountants, yeah. the financial planners, etc., it's important for you to arrive and in front of a client guys. and look properly. Yes. But that is not an excuse to buy a car that is beyond your means. Mm. There's still a way of making it affordable by sitting down with a professional and going through the numbers. Yeah. If that car is an asset which is used for business purposes, there are tax deductibilities mm. which can be found. Mm. There are means and methods to yeah. make it more affordable. But the I think prob- what Mike is saying is that I won't be taking seriously being in the kind of profession that I'm in if I just you know rocked up in a Taz <laughs> no I, I hear you that's why I'm saying that he can buy the expensive car yeah but there are mechanisms in which if a car is used as an asset for business mm-hmm. SARS will treat it a different way right got you now Every black person or young black man or woman who's buying a car is not necessarily doing it for that purpose. They're doing it a lot for image in terms of people must see Mm. who I am, Mm. see what I'm doing. Joe from Midrand was talking about um, maybe the government should enter into a social contract with financial institutions Mm -hmm. where you say after a certain period or term has gone through, you can't repossess. That's Mm. an excellent idea. But unfortunately, the banks, the way they look at it is that you signed a contract. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen listening, when you sign that piece of of paper it is a contract yeah read the wording because that wording comes back to bite you if you didn't understand it yeah. so yeah. that is very important to bear in mind and then mandla um who started the, the discussion was basically saying that um they uh he was no so mandla was just not it was ike in pimvi who was saying that the politics of money you know the reserve bank being private etc Unfortunately, I, I disagree with Ike. Um, money is a science. And there's this thing called compound interest. And the science behind money is that if you do certain things at a certain time, certain results will happen. For example, Mandla, if you were... You twi- mean Ike? Oh, uh, Ike. Mm-hmm. Ike. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Ike, if you were 20, 
1996 and took the decision that I'm going to start saving a thousand rand a month. When you are 25, you'll have saved a principal amount of 60,000, but you'll have earned 43,000 rand in interest and you'd have had 103,000 in the bank. If you carried on saving your thousand rand until you were 30 in 2006, Ike, you'd have now had 120,000, mm. you'd have earned 262,000.3, 262.3k um, in interest and have 363,000 in the bank. Remember, you started with a thousand rand at 20. Yeah. You start again. Now you're 35, Ike, and you're two, and it's 2011. You only put in 180,000. However, you've earned interest of 954,000, and you've got a 1.1 million in the bank. Now, Ike, if you had started saving in 1996 and you're 40 this year, you'd have saved 240,000 directly, but you'd have earned 2.9 mm. million rand in interest, and you'd have 3.16 million. If you carried on paying your thousand rand for another five years to 2021. Ike, you'd have paid in 300,000, you'd have 8.3 million rand in interest and 8.6 million rand in total. That this is so about good. behavior. It's got no conspiracy involved here. This is about you doing the right thing and saving and understanding. However, for your compound interest to work for you, you need to speak to someone who can help you to do these, these numbers. Mm. By the way, these calculations were done with an annual return of 20%, which is quite possible. Yeah. This is what you do. You sit with your financial planner. You tell them, I want to earn 20%. This is how much I want to have in X number of years. Mm. And you make a plan. The problem we have is we are young people who are living life with zero goals yeah <laughs> and if you don't have goals don't complain when things don't go as you planned because you never had a plan and i think that's why we're having this show today to say to the young people have a plan as yeah. early as you can mm. i mean even other things we don't take care of ourselves in terms of healthcare and life insurance yeah the younger you take out those policies mm. the lower and more affordable it is another one is about retirement yeah it may seem a long way away but trust me i was 20 in 1996 i'm 40 right now and suddenly retirement is not so far away mm. <laughs> It's very close. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. We're talking about common money mistakes young people tend to make. You can be a part of the conversation. It's exactly seven minutes before two o'clock. Power lunch on Power nine eight seven. Gerald Mwandiambira, certified financial planner, in the studio with us. Uh, Gerald, let's talk about the reckless spending, uh, which I think is a, is another common mistake that we make, and I think a lot of us still suffer with that <laughs> present day. You know, you see something cute and. And, and all of a sudden, you cannot imagine your life without it. You hadn't budgeted 3,000 Rand for that handbag, but now you, you need to get it. You hit the nail on the head, Pelele. Yeah. You said you hadn't budgeted. Now, there's nothing wrong with spending out there. You can spend on anything you want, but let's start doing planned spending. Yeah. So if you know you're a lady who loves to buy a pair of shoes a month, budget for a pair of shoes a month. Yeah. Look for the sale which will give you the pair of shoes mm. which you like. Yeah. Let's have planned spending. It's all about mm. setting our financial goals mm. and plan. And the earlier we do it, the easier it becomes because as you saw from the example area, the numbers just go crazy after a while. It's yeah. called compounding. And you know, Albert Einstein called it the eighth wonder of the world. This is Einstein. He was not somebody who didn't know his story he knew his story mm. so all i'm saying is let's start knowing our story from a young age if you are young if you are 20 right now and you want to have 8 million rand when you're 40 save a thousand rand a month go to your financial planner tell them you want 20 percent annual return i guarantee you you'll have 8.6 million rand when you're 40 zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero marcus from mamilodi east hi yeah, yeah hi there 
No, I just wanted to share the, the, the story about myself because oh, I really think that yeah, every day is expensive. Oh, we're struggling with this line. Let's see if we can do anything to fix it. Uh, Marcus, we really want to hear. He wants to share a personal story, so we really want to uh, to hear that from you. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. That is uh, the power line for you to be part of the conversation, Marcus. Yeah, I mean, can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, young people these days are, 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 are rushing to buy expensive cars and what. Yeah. What I can tell you now is I've been working for government for uh, 13 years. I resigned last year, then I bought two properties. Mm. Um, my wife is, is, is paying bond, and I'm paying a, a car finance. So. Yeah. Uh, but I'm driving a, a normal bike, even though I, I only have one uh, a, 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 loan of a, of a car. Mm. The, the rest of the money I'm saving, I don't have a closing account, I don't yeah. have credit card, I don't have... Because if you, are, you have more of, of those things, if you are going to eat on your your your, your budget at the end of the month, mm. then yeah, and you must consider not buying expensive cars and you don't have a property at the same time. So yeah. then you must have the property and the car can ask. Got you 100%, uh, Marcus, in Mamilodi East. Let's go now to Tabang in Rosebank. Hi. Hi there. My question is, what do you do when you, you've already made that bad, bad investment, bought that car or taken that bad loan? Excellent question. So short and sweet. Thanks, Tabang, uh, out in Rosebank. You've made these bad choices. You've made these bad decisions. Now you are maybe up, up in your eyeballs and dead. How do you reverse? How do you make it right? Awesome question, Tabang. The, the simple thing is find yourself a professional who can help you to get out of debt. Uh, CFP professional is a good person to start with or a financial advisor. Explain your story. Often what I find is people try and lie to me about their financial situation. Oh, they lie to you. I'm the doctor. But they want you to help. Yes. And then I find out I can see the symptoms. Mm. So the, the so be honest. Thing is be honest. Yeah. Go to someone who can help you. Especially if you're young, you can still get out of debt Time is on your side. Yeah. That's the beauty about it. Yeah. When you're much older, time is not on your side and you tend to start gambling for that very reason. Mm. Another thing, young people, which often we make that mistake is having unplanned children. Children are excessively oh, expensive. And, they are, yes. and, and, and if you start sowing <laughs> your seed like a big lion, you must make sure that you got your gain yeah. in terms of your earnings yeah. because it will come back to bite you. Let's talk about that. I think let's emphasize that a little bit more. Uh, I, that, that mistake. I think uh, that being mistake, one we that need really to discuss it maybe next you. week. We talk about maintenance next week, I reckon, because that's another big mistake we're making that we're yeah. now fighting. We had children unplanned. Yeah. These are the things which we sit down with a financial mm. planner and discuss because I will ask you, Apelele, what will happen if you fall pregnant? Ah, but I hadn't thought about it. Okay, in your plan, so now let's, let me think let's, about let's, it. let's leave. <laughs> let's leave a buffer in case something unexpected happens yeah. because life never goes according to a straight line or a plan. Yeah. However, an investment can go according to a straight line mm. in how it grows over time. So the message for the youth today is simply start planning early. Start putting that 1,000 rand, 500 rand away and just don't think about it. Mm. In 10, 15 years' time, you will really be glad for making that decision. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Gerald.
talking to us about the common mistakes we tend to make when uh, we are young and excitable, I suppose, uh, you know, when we are starting to make our own money. And we make really terrible decisions that uh, have a tendency of following us. You know, if we liked taking those store cards, now we'll get addicted to, to credit cards and all of these kinds of things. And, and the cycle of debt just seems to be endless and it continues uh, over time just because, uh, you know, we, we picked up some really bad habits. Mm. I want us to touch, uh, Gerald, again on the on the issue of contracts um, and, and really understanding. I mean, like I was saying, a lot of us when we were young, we got caught up in, in this, this fancy jargon and this terminology that we didn't understand, but we signed anyway. Mm. Uh, and, and a lot of people just don't know what they are signing themselves into. Exactly. Most of us sign for a loan without reading the contract because we want to see the SMS as quickly as possible. However, remember... Oh, con- we just don't understand. We don't understand because... We trip con- over the job. Our contract was written by lawyers. Yeah. So, so <laughs> average yeah. person can't understand it. Yes. My advice is when you're in that situation, mm. seek advice. Yeah. And, and any, take your time. Take your go time. And consult. Any big ticket item, go consult someone. Yeah. Another big area we make mistakes is the partner we choose for life. Yeah. Before you marry someone, do that ITC check. Don't go and marry someone before you know oh, their story. Even that's important. <laughs> that's the biggest money mistake many people make. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, Gerald, people <laughs> want to keep up with you. How can they do If you want to keep up with me, it's at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O, at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O, or simply askgerald.co.za. That's askgerald.co.za. Let's create wealth out there. We can do it. There is no conspiracy theory against us from creating wealth yeah. we can do it let's learn how to gerald says before you get married itc check that person <laughs> i love that that's what i'm taking away from this conversation <laughs> everything else i've forgotten i'm taking that away thank you so much gerald thank you very much power 98.7 now we're talking